Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And we are going to talk about little. Little. Which is the opposite of big. big. And I mean, <laughs> a pro- I, I, I don't know that at one point like this existed as the sequel to, to Big, but if it did, I would genuinely not be surprised. Like, in the same way that you had those, the, the 80s comedies, like you had Crocodile Dundee 1, mm-hmm. and then the second one was just the inverse of what happened in the first movie. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of those where you would take your premise and you would just flip-flop it. Right. Um, Beverly Hills cop, like you take a Detroit cop and, you know, you put him in like, where's it like all of the sequels, like to those really popular comedies would just take it and, and flip flop it here. More recently, you have seen sequels to movies that either they dis, they disavow any of the, like a uh, Halloween mm-hmm. very recently that, cause there's, you know, 17 Halloween movies, but according to that movie, now the the other that last thirty years of Halloween movies they didn't exist. The first one exists, <laughs> and now this one. What I, I the way this movie felt to me is I don't know. Maybe at one point Penny Marshall was saying, "Okay, we need to do a sequel." Oh, was she behind this no. before she passed? No. Uh, well, no. I'm saying like if at some point this movie existed with them oh, going, oh. "Okay, now the kid is it Josh? I believe it was his name from Big." That sounds right. I, sure. Josh Baskin, I want to say, was the name. And I do not whatever recall. Whatever the game. The, the, Tom Hanks character. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point this was that character and he had become very, like it, he was no longer childlike. Kind of the, mm-hmm. the hook scenario mm-hmm. where Robin Williams is no longer uh, Peter Pan. That this, this was that character. He no longer has that childlike sense of wonder. He is a grown man now. And he has a scenario, maybe with Zoltar, that they said, okay, now you're going to go back to being a kid. And for whatever reason, either, you know, like Penny Marshall passed, Tom Hanks is like, okay, mm, if Pen- Penny's not doing it, like, I'm not into it. Like, I've, I don't know if y'all know this, but I, I have bags of money literally <laughs> did you see did you see that netflix movie ben affleck was in where he's ripping money out of the walls <laughs> that is literally what it's like at my house i don't i don't have to do a sequel to big i don't have to do anything for the rest of my life i'm not gonna do that I wonder what that feels like i i i would not know mm-hmm, yeah. but I, I mean honestly that's what this movie felt like but like i said you couldn't get any of the original players but it's a solid premise mm-hmm. for a movie you have a an adult that is just they are so disconnected from that child they used to be and like they were a child that you know they, they had that wonder like they were interested in this like they were passionate but at some point like you know as a teenager as like an uh, early adult like it got killed somewhere and they just became this bloodthirsty like adult and like I, I mean I know people like that to a certain degree I'm not and and I I I I'm sure there's a lot of people that are. I, I'm not the child at heart that I used to be. I, I'm 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 more than like beyond excited for Avengers that later this weekend. So obviously I haven't completely disconnected from my childlike sense of wonder. But they ring that premise, and like I said, it, it feels very much like a sequel to Big, mm-hmm. but has the, the the director, the writer, like the actor, none of none of that. Like they don't even have. They don't even have like a side a character. A magical keyboard? No, like no. Zoltar's not no. just like, what's, what's up, guys? Huh? Well, I did watch the trailer and I was hoping this is the one you're going to see. Uh, because I'm a moron, I do not recall the actress's name, but she is the one who plays the 
younger version, the the teen. The and the younger girl. She is on Blackish. And that's yes, that's where I yes, know her from. She is I could one of the twins on Blackish and she is brilliant. I the one of the Great polls, casting. one of the polls I was going to make from this, and like if you've if you've heard me talk about like child actors before, I I am not just blindly enthusiastic about them. There are a lot of child actors out there that are, and I'm going to put this mildly because they're children. They're they're just they're not talented. Yeah. I, it's it may be because of the lack of experience. They don't have you know 20 years in the mm-hmm. business underneath their belt or whatever. But they're just they're not. They're not charismatic. I mean, not everyone's surely you simple. get you get a kid like like Haley Joel Osment mm-hmm. had distinctly had talent, and yes. you could see that from a very Macaulay Culkin in the Home Alone, the first two Home Alone movies. Like there was there was a a definitive like magnetism to those kids. Not every kid and possesses yet, that. I'll, I'll venture to say, other than being attractive, Leo didn't have a. I didn't expect Leonardo DiCaprio to go from child actor to monumental actor. I'm going to go ahead and say that I called it in the seventh season of Growing Pains. I was like, (laughs) this man will become Martin Scorsese's new Robert De Niro. He will do a a string of... I'd never said that. No. No, I I, I didn't see it. It's just he can deliver the line. I think the first time I remember thinking that there there was something... I want to say it was... What's eating Gilbert Grape? Mm-hmm. I believe it's a Johnny. He was in a movie with Johnny Depp. I haven't seen it in years, but like, yeah, the the first time I saw him in Growing Pains, I really wasn't just like this. This is my son in whom I am well. Ble- yes, mm-hmm. you shall lead us into the future. Well, this girl whose name I should just Google, but haven't. She's been great from the the very first season of Blackish, which was at least five years ago. So she's a young teenager, and she's got incredible timing. And she she doesn't solely like have this film on her shoulders, but I would say she splits it um, pretty evenly with mm-hmm. her her co lead. And like again, there are some child actors that I'm just like, wow, we uh, we couldn't have got anybody better. There's not a there wasn't someone out there that was just a little bit more, you know, funny or charismatic mm-hmm. or what's the word, talented? No, no, okay. You know, you just you put the the weight of the the budget on them. That was that was your idea. Okay, all right, okay, buddy, good, good. I'm going to not be a jerk and actually find out what her name is because she is she really is just that good. I I actually kind of miss fit like for. Every every decade seems to have like its its set of of comedy. Like you'll you'll see like kind of the and in the eighties you had to have that really like interesting solid premise, kind of your springboard. And it was it was more about the gimmick necessarily. Like in the the late like nineties, like gross out humor, like R rated, you know, comedies where like you did some taboo things. They became very popular. In the eighties, it was all about your your print like uh short circuit. Mm-hmm. You you have a robot that is learning to be a human and hilarity ensues. With Big, Tom Hanks um is a man who is a boy trapped in the adult body. Right. And hilarity ensues. Ghostbusters, um I think the premise is just Bill Murray is in it, and that's that really should be enough to sell you on any comedy. Like without me using any more words to describe it, just go Bill Murray, and they'll just go, "Oh, yes, we're we're in." 
And I'm like, but I haven't told you what it's about. I It's a yeah, sequel to in. Jaws. Um, and he plays Jaws. Her last name is Martin, but I'm not positive as to how her first name is pronounced. It could be Marcy. It could be Marseille. It could be Marsa. It's M-A-R-S-A-I. Marseille. But anyway, and she is from Texas. Is that? I've been mispronouncing it all these years. Yes. I've just been saying Texas. New. It's no, 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 no. Texas. Texas. Yes, that's what, exactly. Do you use like a tilde over something to denote high pitched? It's just, like, you just have to know. Singing? Okay. All you right. just have to know. Anyway, uh, she's. I'm not very from the country talented. of Texas, so I don't, mm, I don't well, know. There you go. She's, um, she's real good. What's the native language there? <laughs> they speak. Texish. Okay. All right. I, I think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. That sounds right. So little, just from watching the trailer, it looked entertaining to me, but not the kind of movie where I have to go and spend um, extra money to see it in the theater. Unless, of course, I have the AMC, uh, what's your A-list. A-list. Unless the A-list. I have the A-list. Named, named yeah. for me, the Adam List. Mm-hmm. So I believe is what. It looked like a movie I would be thrilled and delighted to go, oh, that's on Netflix. Let's watch it. And be it's, happy with it. it. It is a it is a fun movie. I chuckled several times at it. It is not like the the comic event of the decade. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't rewrite the rules. You know, I it's not a a cinematic landmark. It did what it was supposed to do. But it it was it entertained me for for two hours. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, as much as I I dump on movies that like don't like take you to new and wonderful heights. At the end of the day, as long as you you make your money, you're entertaining. I, that's really all you have to do. Mm, true that. And I forgot to check their box office take. I want to say Shazam was still, unless I'm I'm thinking of a Shazam was still number one, but it was like just underneath it. Shazam passed, I want to say, the $100 million mark. And, like, that's not as significant as, say, like, Batman versus Superman doing it $160 million in its first three days. But they also spent a significant amount less on the production of Shazam. And worldwide, I want to say it's somewhere around $300 million, $257 million, something, something like that. Well, worldwide, Little has made over $34 million. And it's probably already made back its budget. I can't imagine, like, at the, and I'm talking about, like, the ceiling. Like, if this thing costs more than $50, $60 million, I'd be genuinely surprised. Mm -hmm. Like, it's probably lower than that. But, like I said, top top of it. This film should have no trouble making its money back. Right. And it, if Shazam hadn't been so good, it would have been number one this weekend. But Shazam is... Sure, hilarious. Well, I mean, and this is a, a, a honestly, this is a good time to release movies. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get too much competition. Like, out of, I mean, can can you think of a major release that like hit in what was it March? No, and yeah. I'm and I'm already annoyed at the people who don't know what Avengers Endgame is, or even when I just say Endgame, don't know what I'm talking about. It's like where. Have you been? I my my wife does not enjoy superhero movies. It's probably because I inundate her with them uh, endlessly. Because like 
when I'm not watching them at the theater, like well, you have to I, talk about them. Well, I'm saying I I also watch every superhero show on the CW. Yeah. I watched uh, The Gifted on Fox before they canceled it. I watched all of them on net. So like, it's really hard to. I I, I have a Superman and a Batman tattoo on my body. Obviously, it and he's is, wearing a Hulk T-shirt. So. It has permeated into my mind. Um, maybe I've made her sick. Of superheroes, I could have something. There's no such thing. I, I'm possibly, possibly. Did she go see I Shazam with you? No, no. See, I think she I, would enjoy that. Well, I, I, she did go see Batman versus Superman with me and X Men Apocalypse, and I don't she see just, her loving those. She didn't. I, I, I can tell you conclusively that she didn't. Did she see Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, no, we we weren't, uh, but we weren't has dating she seen yet. It? The. It, I, I think it's kind of it's that that thing that the boys are always watching with like um, me like the same way that I look at like Pokemon like I was I was working at an after school program and the kids would fight over like the Game Boys and uh-huh. stuff and I'd have to take them up so like I don't have a positive experience she didn't grow up reading you know comic books and like watching the cartoons because she was a girl and she did girl things. And you are listening to Parental Guidance Suggested Movie Reviews, all brought to you from high atop the Henson Oakley Family Dentistry Podcast Center. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens. Well, that's really no excuse. I, I'm and breaking breaking her in with Batman versus Superman and X Men. There's a misstep on X Men Apocalypse. I did listen. I going into those, I didn't know that they were not. If I if I had to do it over, it'd be like breaking her in with Star Trek Insurrection. I would I would I would have let her in with either Aquaman uh-huh. or Wonder Woman uh-huh. on, on that front, or X Men Days of Future Past. Adam, ball dropped. Or 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 Deadpool. But li- so like I listen. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had to make that choice. I kept waiting. When will the children talk? When can I show them movies that I actually want to see? When can I spring Star Trek on them? When can I do this? Because I didn't want to turn them off. Very, and you have to be difficult. careful about how, like, how you give them that first. Time. Like, I went with the uh, Abrams movies to get the boys into Star mm-hmm. Trek. Because, I mean, they, they are not the heady morality plays that the '60s mm-hmm. Star Trek tended to be. Um, and I, I think you know, Star Trek exists well as a television show, but mm-hmm. those movies are very action oriented. Mm-hmm. And like, even if you're not into, you know, you know, the, the betterment of mankind or in the future we have not like they, they're shooting people with phasers a lot in those movies. A lot of the heady material is lost in Into Darkness mm-hmm. Beyond in Star Trek 2009. So I figured that's the best place. You know, let them get interested in it, and then maybe kind of shift them into, you know, DS9, mm-hmm. TNG, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's very difficult to brainwash you have properly. To, listen, I, I'm just saying, like anything else, you, you have to be careful about how you do it. It's it's like a, a good, you know, souffle or, or a cake. Like, you have to be careful about the ingredients you use. You have to be careful about, you know, how long you let it heat Not or simmer. Not everybody likes souffle. Everybody likes cake. I'm... Speaking of that, I'd forgotten how much that was prominent in I Am Legend, which is on Netflix, which I watched again for no apparent reason. Donkey? Uh, Eddie Murphy as as Donkey. And and Will Smith saying the donkey lines. (laughs) Well, it has been a couple of years since I've seen that. 
Well, it's on Netflix now, so by all means, watch it. And don't say, hey, here's this really cool post-apocalyptic movie with a German shepherd in it. <laughs> the German shepherd lives. Doesn't. I'd totally forgotten that part of the Some, movie. Somebody so. had, had pointed out, like, he lives for seven years with just him and the dog. The moment that he meets the the potential romantic love interest, just all, all goes to... All goes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. At the moment he, after he talked to the mannequins, oh, it's fresh in my mind. Okay. I was going to, well, listen, you're, you're about uh, 11 years, like fresher oh. than me right <laughs> oh, now. Oh yeah. I, I think I saw it in the theater. Maybe I watched it when it came out again on like home video, mm-hmm. but I have not revisited it in a long time. Having just revisited it, I want you to revisit it because I want to know why they did not explore why all of a sudden the He's not just constantly saying, oh, hell no? No. The infected people, the infected zombie people now had a leader emerge. That's, that ain't right. Anyway. (laughs) That ain't right. (laughs) I want to hear more about that. Anywho, uh, the dog does, you know. Yeah, he has to kill his own dog because the zombie dog. That's uh, that was not my favorite part of the movie. No, and you know like, I had forgotten. If, if that you part. want someone else to watch it, leading with that, we just talked about ways to lead people into things. Yes, if you want to get them to watch, I am Legend, saying, "Hey, hey, that German Shepherd, that loyal man's best friend." Yeah, he dies. Yeah, he turned into a he zombie dies, dog. and you will cry. Like, yeah. I had totally wiped that from my memory. I just remember because it's a bad, it's horrible. It's a bad memory. I, and I seriously had. N- I didn't even think the dog died in the movie until I'm showing it to my children, and then all of a sudden it starts to come back, like right before it happened, and then it's like, oh. And they're still mad at us for when we showed them Bridge to Terabithia because we told them nothing about it. I'll be honest, when I, when I watched that movie, I thought it was going to be a very different yeah. film. Like, I thought there were actually, I thought it was going to be kind of Narnia-esque. Like, no. they, they're not going through wardrobes into spare room, and like, there's no lamp, but Mr. Tumnus the Fawn isn't there. No, like, but that kid who was in it, he's been in everything. And of course, I've forgotten his name. Anyway, we digress. Little, a, a lovely little worth- film. Matinee or an A-list, yeah. it's worth checking out. And coming up, we are all, are we both going to the same show, 7.30? Um, I, I, potentially. I, I will see it that night. You don't have your tickets? No, I, I well, I, I have two sets of tickets. Like, because. Oh, that's right. So I, I, listen, I, when, okay, when I, when I was seeing Shazam, I bought two tickets to it to make sure that I had a ticket to one of those shows. Mm-hmm. There, there was potentially somebody that was going to see it with me. They dropped out. So I just picked the show that I wanted to go to. The other individual that I had talked to uh, about watching the movie with, I'd said, okay. And they were like, well, this one and this one. And I go, okay, doot, doot. So I'm going to see it at either 730 or I think 10 o'clock. Okay. It will be one of those. And if I go to the 10 and you go to the 730 and you text me what happens, I, I can promise you, like, this podcast will be the angriest podcast. I hadn't even thought about this, that. That this station has ever heard. Like, it'll it will set the, your MP3 player on fire when you download it. <laughs> Niedermeyer, dead. You, I mean, Loki, you, dead. <laughs> I'll just be like, no! no! 10 years, 22! Why? <laughs> Oh, good times. So we are very excited about that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. 
And I made it clear to the chillins. I said, look, this is not one of those we're going to stroll in during the previews. We have to this is stake rules, out rules of engagement. Yeah. Like there will be no talking during the film. You will if you cannot like completely evacuate your bladder beforehand, you will need to bring an additional bucket. Like yes. <laughs> if you do not know what is going on, this is not the movie to I, I don't want to say I'll become hostile, but I will become hostile. Like yes. this is three hours and I, I'm just telling you, like I, I will not be distracted. Yeah. They, well, it's three hours and <gasps> Like two minutes, three hours. I didn't know that. Robert Downey Jr. has said like the last eight minutes are the best in the MCU. And I'm assuming he's not meaning the credits because this is probably going to have a long list of credits. Mm -hmm. This this movie was expensive. And And the end credits. So what that let's say. Three of the main actors are not going to renew and be their characters again. Right. So, and let's say their characters survive Endgame. What do they do in the end credits? There's not going to be a next one, or are they just going to point you toward the Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Or because you know the the next up is uh, Spider Spider Man Far. Mm-hmm. Is it Far Far from Home? N- no, it's in a galaxy far, far away. I don't think that's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Though I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I, I think that is the next one up. Honestly, I I would say if there was going to be one you didn't have a tag at the end, like this is Yeah. I mean, this uh, is the this is the completion unless, of the, the Infinity saga. Unless and this the tag's just gonna be a, a memorial to Stanley. This is his final cameo. Like I'm I'm not gonna say that I'm not going to be emotional. Mm-hmm. During this film, but even his cameo, like in Captain Marvel, hit me in a different way. Or whenever yeah. they they kind of like nodded to him in Into the Spider Verse, like I knew this guy had imp- impacted me mm-hmm. like throughout my life and at a very early age. But like especially after, because I I knew the guy the guy was in his nineties. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't. I, I he was not going to be around for another hundred years. Imagine what your life would have been like. If his parents had never met, it would have been so empty. I, 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 I don't want to say that somebody else would have done it because, like, I, I mean, with, with DC, like, you had a bunch of different people creating those characters, but like, and I don't, I, this is no disrespect to anybody else that's created something for Marvel that he didn't have a part of, but really, like, I'm not saying all the good ones, but a lot of your best material, your, your characters that have stood the test, the icons. Mm-hmm. They're his. I yeah. I, I'm just like he definitely a a a massive massive legacy and and certainly one that I think Disney Disney has definitely recognized and made sure that they're just like hey respect mm-hmm. complete total and utter respect as well you should. In my mind, I like to picture Stanley's frozen head. Which I don't know if that exists, but in my mind it does, and it hangs out with Walt Disney's frozen head. Like, we get Stan Lee's final cameo in a Marvel film, and then later this year, we will get Carrie Fisher's final appearance in Rise of Sky. I'm just saying, like, there's going to be some feels in these movies. Now, speaking of Carrie Fisher and something mildly amusing, um, Mark Hamill did an interview on, I think it was Fallon, 
Mark Hamill does a spot-on Harrison Ford really impersonation does. like I've never heard before. Yeah. Mark, Mark Hamill is a gen- – and, like, this is not to take away from, like, his Star Wars legacy because obviously being Luke Skywalker yeah. is uh, – whenever whenever he passes into the great beyond, that's probably what's going to lead the, the new story. But genuinely, I think his, his acting talent – doesn't shine as much in his the Star voice, Wars movies. His, his voice, voice work. like his Joker Ugh. in Batman the Animated Series, he's been cast as Chucky in the new Child's Play. Like I didn't care one iota about this movie until they told me Mark Hamill is the voice of the new Chucky, and then I'm just like, I don't, I'm not saying I'm in, but like you've got my attention now. Yeah, he's just, I just wouldn't expect that. Luke Skywalker would make a great villain for life. Oh, yeah. Like, and his his Joker, like, no disrespect to, like, Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson, but it's it's spectacular. Yeah. And he did it. He's done it for years. What was that movie? Maybe it's a shadowy thing. He was in some other thing. The shadowy thing? It's a Mark Hamill it's a long time ago, but not in a galaxy far, far away, and I truly don't remember the name of the character, but he was not the Joker. He was something else, and obviously it did not stick with you. It was something that probably should have been a franchise but wasn't good enough to be, and I want to think that he wore a hat. Might have had a kiss. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I, think, I think you had a fever one day, <laughs> and like... You saw a hat, and you wanted a cape, and you had been watching Star Wars, and this was your your fevered delusion before before like it finally like broke. Yeah, and and you you were just like, oh, right. Auntie M, you were there, you were there, and you were there, and Mark Hamill was there. He was wearing a hat and a cape. I'm going to look that up, but not now. No, anyway. it's just Dorothy. <laughs> Look up Mark Hamill doing Harrison Ford because I've never heard the like. His, the, the, I mean, honest to goodness, like, you don't have to because Harrison Ford is alive, but if they need to bring him back in the Star Wars movies and, and Harrison Ford doesn't want to do it, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't watch them do a sequel to Solo in which Mark Hamill plays a young Harrison Ford and just delivers the vocal. Yeah. Like, I, Listen, I'm you. You want people to show up to solo too? Like, are they making a solo too? They're not. I they're. I can't imagine. Maybe they will take plot threads from it, but like, you will not. You will not see that iteration of the character return. Han Solo, I I think is too much of a property in an IP to completely let it die. But you won't see those characters playing. Them in in that. I feel bad anymore. for that actor who played him, whose name I don't recall. Uh, Aaron, because Alden Ehrenreich uh, yeah, or something, something very. And and to say nothing of the, I, I love Billy D. Williams, and mm-hmm. probably the most excited I got during Rise of Skywalker was seeing him flying the Falcon. Mm-hmm. But Lando in Solo was spot. Yeah, on, like to the point that. I I almost feel like he should have gotten his own like Lando Calrissian. Um, obviously let Billy D like maybe do some bookends or mm-hmm. like you know split it up in the future in the past. But like they nailed they nailed that casting in Solo. They did, and we don't know a lot of what Lando did between being a gambler, 
having the Millennium we, Falcon. We, we know like it. some of his high points, yeah. but there's and then he's in Cloud City. So there's a lot. There are many stories to be told. Anyway, we could and have gone on at great length about Star Wars, but we're not because we reviewed Little, which is a perfectly fine movie. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. Probably its biggest but it, flaw. But it's easy to get off on tangents. Yes, very about, much so. About the war of, the, of star. the stars. Yeah. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to PGS. I'm Jay Nellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.